This week on Face Off Hockey Show, it's the summer doldrums already. We will talk about uh, some logos leaked, some acronyms, and avoidance of arbitration and those who went to arbitration. It's a great. It's going to be a great week, everybody. It's August. We're talking hockey. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. Click, click, roll. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. In a breakaway. Face shoots and he scores! And the P-Boys, Johnny and Mark. With a C. Yeah, baby. Five seconds left in the game. You believe in miracles? Yes! Here's your host for the Face-Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. And if you're not a video listener, haha, uh, you didn't, you get the long intro, and the video people, they just get the short intro, because we don't do any editing. Post-edit for video. I'm Scotty Waz. Johnny P, still, well, he's back in England now. So he had the Greece ex- exploration. So he's back in England. He'll be back next week for the anniversary show. But I have Gen HL History Girl. Hi, Jen. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Great. You're excited for summer hockey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the one thing we haven't heard a lot about this this year is Australian hockey. Usually, mm, usually we get I the, follow them. You usually get those late night Australian hockey summer tweets, and I haven't seen much of anything. The hyper- um, The teens are tweeting, so... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe people have lost their enthusiasm. The hype is down. The hype is very down. But oh well. Uh, what happened this week with you? I got a new job. Hey, look at you go. Yes. Yes, we will be uh, as a consortium. Be moving. End of September. So <laughs> exciting, exciting and new. So. Congrats. Good job. You did it. Yay. And you're dealing with, well, no, it wasn't too bad weather-wise there today, so you got that going for you. Hooray. Yeah, thunderstorm this morning. Oh, goody. So, well, that's good. And now you got to get packed up and ready to go. Yep. Lucky you, huh? Oh, yeah. Ah, well, that's fun. Anything else fun and exciting going on with you? No, not really. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. <laughs> thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much my deal too. Is uh, we got you got the news what yesterday? I think Tuesday. Yep. So, yeah, good times. And process, having to process it all has been fun. So, it's all right. Well, there's like a million details, right? So. You get the job offer, then you have to decide like when you want to start, and then you have to decide when you're going to leave this job, and then you have to notify everyone, and then you have to pack, and then you have to schedule a moving truck, and then you know, like it's it's always and then. Mm-hmm. Having to get out of your lease and all this other crap. So. Yep. Yep. But good time, good t- a better type of stress than just stressing out about getting a job. So. Which is uh, which is where I'm at now, so it's good times looking ahead. But 
third cross country move for me. So that's a, that's probably some kind of record. So I got that going <laughs> for me. Back to where it all started. It's like, oh, return to go. But it'll be good. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Maybe we'll be in the studio with Johnny Moore. Who's to say? Probably not. Who knows? Um, but yeah, and that's where we're at here. We're kind of just left to meander. This whole area back here will be packed up soon. Once we get our big-ass bags, I'll start packing up this area first because it'll be the easiest. <laughs> and yeah, it'll be a good time. Then having to get the Cooper and trying to get him to move. So Yeah, he needs to see the vet. Yep, we need one one last uh, one last checkup for him in here, and then all the drugs so he can survive the. But it appears to be twenty one hour ride uh, over probably two days. Yep. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. It'll be something. That's for sure. That much I know. It'll be something. But yeah, good times. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Have you been paying attention to much hockey in the summer? Um, you know, I try not to because I desperately need an off season. Okay. So, so unless there's a big move made or a big trade or someone's fired or someone's hired, um, I try not to pay attention just because I it's doing the daily history, it's so easy to burn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. I think everyone honestly should take a take a time to uh you know, to themselves. That'd be nice every now and again. Yeah. But, but there's some people that just have to, I don't know. It seems like people have to prove themselves that they're hockey fans and have to deal with it all year round. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not cool with that. I got past that a while ago. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I think once I moved to Canada, it's just like, oh, yeah, right. Everyone here knows hockey. It's not not a unique thing. So, <laughs> away we go. Oh, my coworker today said um, I, I had to ask the business manager about um, my leave balances, whether or not I can cash them out or I have to, you know, use them up or whatever. And he's like, oh, Maryland. Well, I suppose there isn't a whole lot of hockey there. And I was like, you would be wrong, sir. (laughs) You would be very incorrect. There is plenty of hockey to go around. Plenty of hockey all over the state. And soon to be more starting, not this season, but next season. With Hood College. Hood College going into... Division three women's hockey. So it'll be a fun time. It'll be good. Closer to closer to friends and closer to actual events. Rather than though Omaha you had you had a plenty of events to go to. Or plenty yeah. of events came to you and then but up here in North Dakota, nah. Nah, unless you're like country. Nah. Yeah, you have to drive to either Winnipeg or or uh, Saint Paul. Pretty much. And even then it's kinda of just like, eh, is it worth the trip? Sioux Falls, too, I guess you can throw in there as well. Yeah. But, all right. Well, good to have you on. Thanks for filling in for Johnny. Last week we had Sean Leahy. This week we have you. So, um, much better. Much better. <laughs> Bigger, better upgrade on that one. Um, We have a Patreon. We're going to get right off the hop because there's not too much news from last week. But we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash show. You give us the money, and we give you the goods. What's the goods? I'm not entirely sure either. But uh, we got a lot of stuff for you. Uh, if you give us a dollar, you get the video show on uh, whenever you want. 
then you go ahead and you get five dollars. You get to pick a segment, get some extras like some audio archives or some video archives or movie night or whatever. We got that all there for your five dollar deal. And until the end of this month, August thirty first, if you uh, are in the Patreon, uh, depending upon what tier you are, you will be part of the raffle for our uh, NASCAR, the the one twenty fourth scale diecast NASCAR for Ryan Ellis's. Uh, ride in uh, 2021. Our Face Off Hockey Show was a sponsor. All good to go there. So, patreon.com slash faceoffhockey show. You'd be like Cloudy and Tyler and Jerome and Pat and Jeff and Kevin and Matthew and Mark and Ethan and Tristan and Rob and Sean. They contributed. So can you. Patreon.com slash faceoffhockey show. Uh, cash rules everything around me. Cream, get that money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. So, Jen, what no- what do you know of the spy, uh, the spy app that is TikTok. Um, more than I want to know, and not nearly enough to follow the drama. Perfect. Well, there's a thing called Book Talk, and that is a hashtag that content creators use to promote books or review books or all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and then there's a subset of that category that is hockey romance novels. So that's a thing. Yes. Seattle crack well of course people who follow the show for years uh, know that with the hockey erotica things that we've done in the past um, so apparently the Kraken have TikTok videos that are marketed towards hockey tick, uh, hockey TikTok and book TikTok um, but apparently Alex Weinberg and his wife Felicia have um, criticized uh, the usage of that saying it object it's a deject- objectification of NHL players um, so this kind of fixates on NHL players as proxies for fictional characters or as the kids like to call it shipping so Weinberg I guess was a uh, or Wenberg was a uh, proponent of that or, or was a, a subject of that from the people there and uh, apparently his wife, Felicia, was not a fan of it. She had joked in the past about it, but she said uh, there's some... Sta- she said on a statement on Instagram that videos and comments made about her husband had crossed the line of what it means to fancy someone. I don't know the last time fancy has been used in that terminology in the modern era, but here we are. Um, and she said it got to the point where they were predatory and exploiting, also saying what doesn't sit with me uh, is when your desires become uh, your desires come with sexual harassment, inappropriate comments, and the fact that with the internet we can normalize behavior that would never be okay if we flip the genders around to a guy doing this to a female athlete. So this brings up this whole thing about not only you know the sexual harassment thing where she brings up the what's what if the roles were reversed situation, but also the ideal of. Um, uh, the ideal of ah oh shit I can't remember the word now. I got off on my own tangent and I can't remember the hell the word I used. It was uh parasocial relationships, thinking that you know this person inside and out even though you've probably never met them and probably never talked to them in a deep fashion. So, of this situation, Jen, you are a big book reader. Mm-hmm. What say you of this whole situation and people creating all these uh, things in their mind regarding real people as proxies for fictional characters? I think people are out of their minds. Um, I, and, you know, and the pushback that the Wenbergs got was really gross because 
the the person pushing this really like sexually harassing behavior actually defended it, claiming that they were the one bringing fans to the Kraken. And so if people have gotten to the point where they think that they can justify any sort of bad behavior and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that NHL players are actual people and not objects of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And um, the league needs to be better about that. And I think um, players deserve a little more privacy than they have. But that's just my two cents. And I mean, also, I mean, not just a league level, but a team level, too. I mean, you also have to look into that equation as well. It's kind of it's the weird thing about social media where it's the one of the better things in the world to help connect you with other things. But it is also the worst, uh, worst void that we have had uh, in this lifetime. So it's yeah, I made a comment about it, um, about the situation. And people actually replied to me with, well, they cheat on their wives. So why can't we do this to them? And I'm like, well, first of all. One has nothing to do with the other. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, do you hear yourself? Secondly, I mean, how do you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a player's private behavior does not equal justification for your bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Alex Weinberg released a statement saying the aggressive language about real-life players is too much. It's turned into daily and weekly comments on our per- personal social media. This is not something we support or want our child to grow up with. All we ask is a little respect and common sense moving forward. We can all take a joke and funny comments, but when it turns personal into something bigger that affects our family, we need to tell you that we've had enough. Enough of the sexual harassment and the harassment of our character and our relationship. Thank you for understanding. Uh, when asked for comments, uh, this is uh, Greg Wyshynski was the one who really uh, kind of put this a little bit to light. Um, ESPN contacted the Kraken, said they had no comment, and said, uh, "Hey, look at the Winbergs. Let them do things." So, there's that's that. Bullshit. Huh? That's bullshit. Oh yeah, of course. The team, the team got into this book talk issue, and the team should be standing up for their players. Right. Right. Exactly. Or they make the comment like, "Hey, you know, it's as simple as, hey, we, you know, we thought it was a fun thing, and then people turned it gross and dumb and stupid." So we took it down. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. And you yeah. know, say you're offering support to the Wenberg family, and then actually offer the support to the Wenberg family in doing whatever. Um, but I mean, it seems like the crack. The, you know, the Kraken fan base is weird because everyone want you know everyone loves them, but you know, you look deep down, it's just like, man, they don't take blame for a lot of stuff that is shitty that they do or that yeah. comes about. No. So, uh, the Kraken social media embraced the hockey book talk community, uh, interested or community's interest in their players. Kraken changed their TikTok bio to mostly book talk. Fuck, I hate that. Begin publishing videos to target the audience. Some featured players like Wenberg and Vince Dunn, uh, walking in slowly before the games while wearing business suits. Is the caption when you actually become a book talk account. That's all you can post. I don't get how one begets another, but whatever. I don't read enough books. Uh, even though I have glasses on, I'm not a bookworm. It's for nerds. So, um, uh, it also expanded. So Emily Rath, who has hockey romance novels about the Jacksonville Rays, um, watched the community fracture last weekend when controversy regarding Renberg crossed over into a wider hockey fandom. Um, there's all rhetoric that book talk has been 
sexually harassing Alex Renberg, and that's not correct. It's not even about hockey romance re- readers either, because 99% of them are just normal people that found a love for the game and a community's books have opened the door to hockey. I'm assuming that's the quote you were talking about. Yep. Per Schmaps. Um, yeah, so I, I'm very interested in, in this whole situation. Uh, these NHL it's so not to be gross, and yet people fail every day. Yeah, I mean, it, it, people don't have common decency because they feel they have a freedom of speech without repercussion. And when they realize there's there's repercussion to their action, they're like, oh, hey, wait a minute. Stop it. Why are you, why are you suppressing me kind of situation? Yep. But, I don't know. Too much social. I think we've reached peak social media where it's just like, all right, let's just wait for this to crash down and get back to blogs again. And then everyone everyone has a live journal and they can write and people can avoid it. So, uh, yeah. So there's that. It's a weird situation. This whole thing, why the Kraken thought going to Book Talk would, you know, bring people in, or why that's a smart idea, or why run with a bit when I didn't even know this was a bit, but whatever seems bad on their social media account and social media people and just the people in general. And then, yeah, just kind of just leaving the Wembergs out to defend themselves. So good job, Seattle Kraken, you guys. Top-notch. Top-notch team. You're getting to that three-year point where everyone's going to start hating you because uh, you're starting to be too cutesy and you're not the baby anymore. You're this awkward toddler. So <laughs> you got to the playoffs. Cool. You got to the second round. Awesome. Now everyone's going to be like, all right, now the honeymoon's over. We're We're done with you now. But, yeah. There we go. There's that. Book talk is a thing, apparently. Obviously, my uh, my TikTok feed, not like that. Not on that ish. Uh, mine is good, wholesome Christian values. So mm-hmm. That is, uh, that's what I'll say with, and that's what I'll stick with. So, do with that what you will. Hey, speaking of the Seattle Kraken, you know they're hosting a Winter Classic this winter. Yes. They are hosting the Vegas Golden Knights, and we look to appear to have had a leak. A leak of the logos brought to light by, um, well, Chris Creamer's sportslogo.net has a picture of it, and this was also from uh, Vegas. First to break it, here are the logos from Hat Logos. As you see, the Seattle Kraken looking like the Seattle Metropolitan throwback, as we all kind of assumed it would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Ve- Vegas one's interesting because it looks like the two, like almost like flames up here. It's hard to see because this is about as good of a grainy photo as you can get. Uh, but it appears to be some sort of uh, V, of course, as you see there. But I'm trying to figure out what's on top. It's almost as if like a... Uh, Coliseum thing or some kind of torch. So, got that going for us. So, yeah, there's logos. Good, bad, and different. You're a big, obviously, a history fan. Do you like like the historical aspect, at least, of Seattle? Sure. I'm uh, I'm not a fan of the red, but I I get why they're doing it. Sure. They're like, dude, they're not going to make the whole eye look red. We're going to just make the, we're going to make the whole logo red, not just the, uh, the eye. Um, let's see. V logo has flourishes on either end paired with a new script Vegas wordmark. Kraken or B hybrid of the shape S, the primary logo. 
Golden Knights lit his gray, vi- gray with gold visor. Vegas will wear cream-colored jerseys. Logo on the front, presumably the logo will be focal point with the V. Blah, blah, blah. Two cross swords, someone said, uh, from DetroitHockey.net. But, you know. Who's to say? Who's to say what's there? But it's there. They're playing a game in the winter. Happy for him. Happy for him, glad for him. And all that jazz. So. Uh, bu- 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 um. I don't know. I think outdoor games are completely overdone. So We have like eight of them a year now. Yeah, that one year after the the half lockout was like Jesus. And we got every other every other day is a outdoor game. Well, you know it's it's bad when the outdoor game is on. And it's not even the premier game of the day. No, no. Used to everything was off the schedule, and hey, here's the uh, outdoor game, so you can all pay attention to that. But now it's just like up, oh, it's there. Ah, uh, but there we go. That's that. I think we also have what other outdoor games do we have? The Heritage Classic, the Flames and Oilers, um, and Stadium Series. There's going to be a Stadium Series one. That's right, Mel- Melbourne. Melbourne's going to have a game. Uh, that's the first game of the year between the Coyotes and the Kings. We'll be in Australia. We'll have, uh, oh, that's 2021. 20. No, that's, Jesus Christ. Stop it, pop-ups. What are we doing here? Uh, yep, Heritage Classic, Flames versus Oilers at the um, the home of uh, the first Heritage Classic back in 2003. That uh, That's pretty fun for that. There's also, I thought there was supposed to be another one. There might be, but whatever. We I got hope those... it won't be as cold as that first one. No, no, they were doing it in October. Well, even then, Edmonton's very north very north of what we uh, usually go to so it's usually cold a lot of crack <laughs> um, but just weird given they have a nice arena like well let's follow arena. well to be fair that could be the first Edmonton team that wins at home on Commonwealth Stadium ground for a while um, <laughs> take that Edmonton Elks you cowards um Oh, that's right. The uh, Red Wings and Wild are going. Red Wings, Wild, Senators, and Leafs are going to Sweden. They'll play in Avicii Arena. There's that. That's fun. Uh, oh, there you go. Devils and Flyers. That's that's right at MetLife Stadium. And mm-hmm. the Islanders and Rangers will be at MetLife Stadium the next day. So, and the Islanders will be the home team because the Rangers have that thing in their contract that says all home games must be played at Madison Square Garden. Yep. So, uh, Vlad Tarasenko says, "Hey, let's go. We're gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Ottawa, I'm here for Ottawa. Go, Ottawa, go!" As he's only signed a one-year deal with the team, uh, can't can't really jive with that because he doesn't really believe it, uh, obviously, or else he would have signed longer term. But here we are. Um, I, I I love the discourse. I lo- I love the uh, the new guys just be like, yeah, no, hyping up the crowd. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. And then they get there and it's absolute dog shit. The owner's like, I don't know if we're gonna build a new place or not. Da 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 da. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> what do you know of the SPHL? Not a whole lot. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How that people get mad when you call it the Southern Hockey League? Well, now they will because it's now just an acronym. 
was announced on uh, Tuesday. It's no longer the Southern Professional Hockey League. It is now the SPHL, much akin to what the ECHL dealt with uh, 20 years ago when they merged with the WCHL and, like, screw it, it's not the East Coast Hockey League. We're just going to use an acronym. Ta-da, here we are. So all the minor league teams, not all the minor leagues are going to be just acronyms waiting for the AHL to just be like, nah, we're not the American Hockey League. We're just going to be the AHL. And then away they go. And nothing means anything anymore. But I still, you know, still plan people to call it Southern League as they call ECHL the Eastern League, even though it's been uh, freaking 20 years. So Right. Uh, say Levette. Uh, what else is going on in the news? Uh, the new captain for the Bruins. Uh, Butch Cassidy's like, yeah, no, freaking Brad Marchand can be captain. I'm like, please, just come on. Please do that. Please do it. It's all I ask. It's all I ask. You do that, and he's there a year, and you have to find a new captain like it's freaking junior hockey. <laughs> but, yeah, great time to be had. Uh, what's summertime like for you with the history stuff? There's not a whole lot of history. Um, it's mostly birth dates. Um, free agent signings, that sort of thing. Mm. So it's slow going during the summer. It's probably probably good, huh? Probably good for yep. you. Yep. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, we'll wait for Lyle to get on here. What the hell are you doing? Cooper's doing something. I don't know what. Mm. Oh, I think he was he was on his. I have a the Maryland hoodie on the floor, and I think he was trying to burrow his way underneath it. Uh, he does like to try and burrow under things. Yeah. What, buddy? Can we come up and say hi to Mom? Come here. Come here, buddy. Ah. Oh, there's my Cooper. There's a Cooper. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Say something? Nope. No comment? <laughs> Usually he's full of comments. Yeah, he was today when I was trying to get him food. So. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, now he's purring. Now he's tenderizing me up before he bites. So, what's up, bud? I'll put you down here. There, crash landing. Oh boy. Arbitrations are happening too. Jeremy Swayman just got some arbitrations. That's been fun time. Arbitration where everyone says everything about uh, everybody business and say, man, hate you. And they're like, well, we hate you. And like, all right, well, we'll be friends again. And then away they go. At least it's not like back in the day when teams would make the players cry. Right. So I got that going for him. Uh-huh. Come on. Hey, there he is. Again, showing up before uh, Mark with the C, La Richardson joins us. <laughs> so, how you doing? Oh, doing great, buddy. Glad you're here. Hey, Jen, how's things? Good. <laughs> this has been the kind of show. It's been a very lackadaisical show, Lyle. There's nothing to talk about. We've hit the summer doldrums. <laughs> first freaking week in August. Oh boy, got four we more weeks of this shit. <laughs> no, one of the worst off seasons ever. My God. 
But next next week will not only be our anniversary show, it'll also be um, Johnny's European vacation show, where we'll yes. talk about when he gets his luggage. <laughs> and his, his, his luggage got a lot more air, mil- air miles than he did. I swear, I hope he, his luggage gets some kind of mileage on uh, uh, oh, on, onto his credit. That'd be amazing. That doesn't say much about British Airways. That's twice now that they've they've lost his luggage in the the netherworld somewhere. And, right. Yeah. Goes back, goes back to Maryland, comes back, goes back to Maryland, comes back. It's like, come on, <laughs> what are we tick-tocking around? Is that just to show how many flights are out of BWI? What's going on here? And it's a good thing he had a tracker in one of his bags, though. Right? He would be lucked yeah. out on that one. So I think the trick is now he needs trackers in every bag. Right? Yeah. And I think that's just a good travel lesson these days. Yeah, pretty much. Get a tracker much. for every bag. Yeah. Way we flying, flying sucks. I used to love flying and but you know the last 10 years it's just been ugh, downhill mm-hmm. you know it's just it's something you endure more than you enjoy i mean i used to love to get on kick back with a good book you know you know you'd get at least a decent meal on the plane if it was a long flight you know wasn't bad yeah nowadays it's like yeah here's some peanuts yeah <laughs> Here's some peanuts. You're going to be on the tarmac here for another like six hours. Six hours. The seats are smaller now. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, no. You've just gotten larger. You've gotten older. Yeah, I call bullshit. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I know I've swelled. <laughs> not by this age, much. <laughs> not, not, yeah. <laughs> not that much. Yeah. So you're jarred tight. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. We're just talking yeah. a little bit about arbitration ahead of time and. Mm. Have some more arbitration I, wins yeah. and uh, Jeremy yeah. Swayman. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's all it's all done now and yep. kind of anticlimactic in a mm. way. But I, I have to say though, um, I'm rethinking my whole thing about. Oh, oh, here he comes. Hey, thanks for there. joining. There he is, right there. We talk there about him. We talk about his brother, <laughs> someone who looks like him. Ah, yeah, pop dog is back on down. He magically appears. Yeah. Um, but did I'm you say of, my name three times? Yeah. Dipshit, yes, dipshit, dipshit. Uh, <laughs> I love you, buddy. Wouldn't it be funny if John showed up? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he has a he has a British British accent because he's been hanging out with Phil and them all the, all week. Oh my lord. Yeah. Yeah. What are you turning yeah, around anyway. on, Lyle? What are you What are you turning around on? Well, on on the whole arbitration thing, people going to arbitration because I know after Samsonov, uh, you know had his little sit down and all that i was pretty much waving him goodbye saying yeah this is his last season as a leaf and i genuinely believed it at the time um but after seeing uh swayman go to arbitration get his contract that sort of thing um i'm starting to think that just because this summer's been so unusual with so many teams having so little money Mm -hmm. And the whole thing of, you know, yeah, the, uh, you know, the players asking for amount here, the team's asking way down here and they're meeting in the middle. Um, I'm, I'm starting to kind of rethink this a little bit and thinking, well, maybe this was kind of this. This isn't something that's that's going to be quite as ego bruising this time around just because there's so little cap space to go around. And that rather than you, you know how uh, the whole idea of filing for arbitration was just so you'd set a deadline so you could get the negotiations done so they wouldn't drag through the summer and into training camp. Um, 
I just think now with this year, because there's been so little money rolling around, is that each side is like, this is just kind of the next level of that, if you will. That it's like, okay, we filed for arbitration, we set a date. Uh, okay, we're not quite there yet. We don't want this to, we can't let this drag on any longer. So, you know, you ask high, we'll set low, we'll meet somewhere in the middle and everybody's happy. Yeah, yeah but when, why do you need to get an arbitrator involved then? Just like... It's just a waste of everybody's time and money, and they got to pay this extra guy, and but you're like already said, strapped it's, for it's, cash. It's 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 a, no, they're not paying it. The league's paying them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not costing the team. It's not costing the the team per se or the player. Definitely not costing the player. But it's just as I was saying, it's because there's there's this this summer is so unusual because there's so little money with the the cap being flattened, and and so many teams that have very little cap space. Then you know maybe this doesn't turn into the uh, the ego bruising trip that sends the guys off to off to a free agency next summer. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. I could be I could be wrong, but uh, I don't know. It just it just seems like there's a whole different vibe with this to yeah. me anyway. And how a lot of them are going right down <laughs> to the wire, and then they're just like, okay, you know, screw it. <laughs> you know, absolutely. That's the way it felt like with the Ducks. They let that thing go on and on and on and on and on. And then, okay, just as we're going, just as we're going to walk, we're walking into the building with our briefcases. Oh, yeah, no, we're just walking in with the briefcases just to show you we've agreed to a seven-year deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for show. That, we had, we had that today, and I'm like, okay. We had bought again, these, and now, now we can use this as a... T- and just, like, open it all dramatically and pull out one piece of paper. Yeah. Or, or a sandwich... With, with his signature yeah, on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's just the kind of way that it feels, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that this year's just, you know. But anyway. The, we'll the, the, the best thing about it is now they can use it as a write off. So it's just like we use these briefcases and you got pictures of it. We can write yeah. these sons of bitches yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so take that. Let me tell you. Attache cases, cases are not cheap anymore, <laughs> I will let mm-hmm. you know, sir. Well, what else can you write off? The suit that you wore sure. also probably could be a write off. Why not? The pen yes, that you is. signed the write contract. Everything if, you don't, if you don't think player agents are not you are not using every expense that they, they possibly can to claim, yeah. Really? I, I had Wait, to but buy, are they salaried I, or are they uh, you think they're ten ninety eights? I had to buy sh- uh, new shoelaces. They're 1099. Yeah, a little 1099s. I'm claiming that. Get a W9. Get your independent contractor shit. Let's go, baby. Hey, hey. works for me. There you go. What I do is a freelance freelance writer. I I I I I can't claim my house. I can't claim my mortgage, which sucks, but I can claim the electricity. Hey, I can claim the go. cable. Oh, I can man. claim the internet. Oh. I can claim uh you a portion know, of the, the taxes, the, right? Oh yeah, all on my a taxes. Port- yeah, there you go. The the yeah. property tax, you should be able to claim at least a portion of it, if not all of it. Uh no, doesn't work that way here in Canada if you freelance it. Mm. <clears throat> but no. I can, I, but I can, I can basically claim most of my utilities. So that's nice. That offsets the whole healthcare thing. Like you get free mm. healthcare, but you can't, you know, freelance your mortgage. Yeah, so. yeah, you can't <laughs> freelance your mortgage off, I guess, or you know? your property yeah. taxes. We used to here in America used to be able to. Uh, in the old U.S. of A, right? Yeah, you were a salaried America. employee. You could, and you were working from home. You could write off all sorts of stuff. And then uh, everyone started doing right, it. <laughs> oddly enough, right before the pandemic, they got rid of that. So, hmm. Oh no! Oh, here comes That's conspiracy strokey, theory, Mark. Strokey uh, beard moment there, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm, convenient. Yeah. Corporations mm-hmm. made the coronavirus. Mark Mark Patanzo, twenty twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, didn't very, say very, it, very, but you know. 
Very quickly, Alien. though, I just I just want to shift over to Jen for a second. So, Why? I mean, congratulations, oh. by the way. Thanks. On your on your new job and on your uh, impending move to to Maryland, where I know that's where you want to be. So to the promised yeah. land. Yes. Yes. I hope I hope you uh, uh, invest in a good cat carrier for Cooperall <laughs> and everything will be We're investing in great drugs for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're investing in drugs. <laughs> so you're not driving, are you? You're flying there? No, or? we're flying. We're driving. You're driving. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it, it's going to be weird because, you know, at some point we're going to do a show face to face again. Right. In the near future, and sure. it's going to be so weird. Well, Johnny and I will. I it's going to be. It's, I know you guys have, but the, having the three of us in one place again, I, I can't remember the last time all three of us were in one place. It had to be one of the drafts, but it's at least That's four or five question. years ago. Well, when is the last time I've seen you in person? <laughs> was it a was hockey it? tournament? It's probably one of the hockey tournaments. No, it was. It would have been the Philly draft, which was after the hockey tournament. So right? Philly draft was 14. twenty. Draft was twenty twelve, wasn't it? Twenty third had it been twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. No, no, twenty fourteen. Okay. Had to have been twenty fourteen because Brittany and I met in at the end of twenty thirteen. Yeah. And she came up for that yep. in twenty fourteen. Ah, so okay, it had to have been twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen. So almost ten years. What are the Pennsylvania drafts. Yes. Yeah, that was the Big Stand Invitational uh, draft as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's ridiculous. No way. That I've seen you since then. Have, oh yeah, what? your wedding. I forgot. Oops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but which was only a year later. Yeah, so, so it kind of blends in together. What was that, Jen? Is that the draft I showed up at and surprised you? No, it's the other Pennsylvania draft. It's Pittsburgh. Uh, okay. Pittsburgh one. The Pittsburgh yeah, yeah. one. Okay. Bro, really? Has it been since your wedding? I, yeah, I've never I met your like kids. <laughs> you haven't met. So the kids were twenty seventeen. Wow. So yeah, I guess not. Wow. Yeah, no, I've never met. <laughs> Yeah, no. Never met Hudson or Harper, but he's met you. Well, I mean, I well, mean, he's yeah, met you through met the magic the of the internet, but yeah, I've not seen he's him not face to face. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's been yeah, 2015 because it was that 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 winery, and it's it is fitting that we're reminiscing <laughs> on the uh, <clears throat> what is it the 23rd and 22nd, 22nd anniversary of the show next week. Yeah, mm. next Tuesday. Wow, 20, 22 fuck wow. years of this. The Will Clark <laughs> exactly. season. Ah, Will Clark. Best, one of the best baseball podcasts there is. Dude, Just... that that podcast is amazing. Uh, Lyle, I don't know if you've seen any clips of that on, on the social media interwebs, but it's called, uh, it's on nofilter.net, and I'm not trying to, you know, mm. plug ski. shill for other, or plug for other people that aren't us, but then again, we could also probably be on nofilter.net. But anyway, um, <laughs> He does it with Eric Burns for mm-hmm. Byrons. I don't know how to pronounce former, his last former name. Former Arizona Diamondback. He's a former former Oriole, former A. Yeah. Both of them were former Orioles. I forget. I think Deuce is Wild is what their uh, their podcast is called. Okay. Deuce is okay. Wild. Very good. They tell fantastic stories. So yeah. many people. So many former athletes are are you know coming up with their own podcasts. You know, oh, in every sport. Speaking of old baseball players and and their things, Lyle, we I sent you the George Brett clip. Oh my of, god! Uh, oh my god! His diarrhea yeah. in Vegas. Oh wow! That's that's <laughs> yeah yeah. If 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 I was that rookie, I'm just like, oh, 
dude, that's just way too much information. I did not need to know about your your bodily fun losing control of your bodily functions in the hotel in Las Vegas. My God. And you have to wonder if it was actually pine tar he put on his bat. So <laughs> too far. Oh, 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 no wonder he got tossed. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so there we go. Logan Cooley signed with Arizona after he committed to, like, after he said, "Nah, I'm coming mm-hmm. back to Minnesota. We're gonna run yep. this. We're gonna run this shit back, boys." And then he's just like, "Man, I could play in a college town, but be making pro money. Let's go." <laughs> so, yeah, might, might be his last NHL. chance. It's the lure of the NHL. Yeah. It's very, very strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you're right to your point too, Mark. I mean, this could be his last chance to enjoy uh, everything that all the delights that Arizona has to offer before the team is relocated. I mean, listen, he's <clears throat> what was it, Matthew McConaughey? The the college girls do stay the same age, but he's he's just gonna get older. So, mm-hmm. to paraphrase, yeah, no, I think uh, that's kind yeah. of word for word. Yeah. You almost nailed it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Be pretty cool if you did. Oh, uh, dazed and confused. Yeah. There you go. Yes. There you go. Great. Great film. Uh, so, yeah, he signs, and, and then Bill Armstrong mm. comes out later this week and says, yeah, no, Arizona, we're ready to make that next step. Really? To where? <laughs> to the well, Houston? no, no. No, 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 no. Uh, uh. No, 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 no. Ah, uh, we almost took off there on the roof. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> do. No, they. <laughs> uh, no, but you look at the uh, the moves that he's made this this year, and he stopped selling contracts basically, and now he's taking on veterans here. Mm-hmm. And to the point, because first of all, how many? Goddamn draft picks do you need? I, it, every time I, I look at, I go onto the Coyotes uh, page on Cap Friendly, <sighs> and across the top it shows how many draft picks they have in the next four drafts. It's just crazy, you know. It's like how many friggin' draft picks do you need? You know, you can only rebuild so far, right? <laughs> so, and, dra- and draft capital only means so much. It only means so much. I mean, at look, some, Lyle, I at bought. At some point, you have to ice a competitive team. <laughs> Yeah, I, I bought a, a lot of uh, a lot of Mega Millions tickets over the last couple weeks. You know, mm-hmm. Mega Millions is up above one point two billion dollars, I think oh, now go. for the lot for the lottery. <laughs> you know, the more chances you have, the better you off. Know you know, the more, more Mark you, brings you, up a valid point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, when it, to reel it back in a little bit, back to the draft. If you have thirty draft picks. In one draft, the, the, you had a higher percentage of actually getting one right. Yeah, but you know, at some point though, you do have to ice a, ice a competitive team. He and and honestly, they're they're ready to do that because a lot of people didn't really notice it last year, last season. But I was among those who did. Is the Coyotes were a much better team last year? Yes, they yeah. really, and I'm saying that with a straight face. They were a much better team I, last year. I, yeah, they still, you know, they still have uh, some roster holes to address, obviously, but you know, their leading scorer tied the franchise uh, points record that's currently held by Is that Mr. Keith Kachuk. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yes, that's right, Clayton Keller, and now Ke- along with Keith Kachuk, 86 points in a, you know in a single season. That ain't nothing. And, uh, you know, Keller is, I think, 24, 
He's been uh, in the league 25. since he was 18. 25. He will be 25 just, turned, just yeah. turned 25. Yeah, because he's been in the in the league a while. Because you got to remember all the all the talk heading into the 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 trade deadline in March, and then as uh, we started heading toward the draft, which is normally oh we've lost Mark. Is normally the time when we. Uh, I, I'm sure it's a it's a family call. Oh, it, it uh, all it's it always, always a family is. call. Always is. But anyway, um, you heard a lot of uh, trade rumors about Nick Schmaltz, right? Clayton Keller's linemate. They they started a month before uh, the March trade deadline. They started up again, heading towards the, the June draft, and nothing. And if we know one thing about Bill Armstrong is that if he's keen to trade a player, everybody knows it. And as we learned with the Jacob Chikrin thing, he's willing to sit on it for a long time till he gets close to what he can, you know, mm-hmm. or gets what he wants or close to it. And there has been nothing about Nick Schmaltz being moved. And in fact, uh, Craig Morgan, who is, believe it or not, yes, Arizona Coyotes still have a beat writer. Uh, but uh, Craig Morgan... Uh, he uh, was recently asked in one of his mailbag segments with the Coyotes fans, they were asking me, is he going to be traded? And they said, no, no, Schmaltz isn't going to be traded because he's got terrific chemistry with Clayton Keller. Right. You know, so and why, why ruin to, one of the big you don't things want you want to have. upset the guy who's your franchise player right now. And that's who Clayton Keller is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's kind of dicey too right now as well with the whole thing with uh, their, their arena issues right now. You know, you're trying to keep the guys happy, right? You know, you want to keep Clayton What's going on with the arena? What's wrong with the arena? Yeah, nothing. 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 It's a a fine college arena. I'm not besmirching, you know, the the mullet arena. No, uh, is Arizona having problems? Like, trying to, like, I don't know. I I haven't heard about this. I just woke up from a coma. No, none of us have. Okay. (laughs) All right. But anyway, but look at all those draft picks. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a lot of draft picks, as we see here. Um, in the in mostly second round guys, which is where you make this your time money. around. Yeah, he uh, had a lot of first in, in this year's draft oh, yeah. and in the last year's as well. Oh, fuck next year! Look at all the shit they have next year. It's like oh, I know. God it damn. So yeah. and then yeah, the big big uh, twenty twenty five draft, which I think perhaps uh, people are calling it deepest draft ever. So I mean, you're gonna load up on that. Um, Patent pending. Yes, <laughs> one eighth of the second Trademark. round is uh, all Coyotes picks. So hopefully it won't be like the Bruins that one year where I went back to back to back like Tom Mansky and they did fuck all with uh, with any of them. Oh wow, yeah. I mean that. Ouch. That not, was not a not good a, pool. Not a great. Pool. That one's haunting them now. Yeah, That's, for you sure. You know, with with Bergeron retiring and Krejci, let's uh, Krejci's retiring. Krejci's going back to yeah. Czechia. Uh, yeah, their inability to to uh, find a a successor for those two guys. When they had the opportunity, yeah, doesn't speak very well for their for their drafting. They may they may want to uh, revamp their their draft uh, their scouting department. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Just uh, just a tad, just a little just teensy a bit. Eh, not too much though. Not a, yeah. uh, not too much. Um, your thoughts on the idea of Brad Marchand being captain of your Boston Bruins? I think that's the most logical choice. Honestly, I think that's the most logical choice. Um, I know people, you know, some, some, you know, people who don't like Marshawn and the, the way his style of play and all of that will, will probably disagree. But uh, you know, there's no question he's a leader on that team, and he's let's face it, he really is sort of like he's. I think he's the last man standing from that uh, 2011. Uh, yeah, 
Stanley Cup team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I think it'd probably be Marshawn. Or if it's and if it's not Marshawn, then I think you go with either, you know, probably Charlie McAvoy. You know, I've I've heard him mm-hmm. his name mentioned a few times that he'd be a good success for that. Maybe Pasternak as well if he wants it. But I think Marshawn's the uh, the, the the clear, you know, favorite for that for that. And I guess it depends on if you want to go younger with like McAvoy or Pasternak and or you, only, you know yeah. let the old guard. You could. I think Marshawn's got I think only a couple more years left on his current. Uh, this coming one and free agent twenty five summer twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So, so what kind of press? What kind of example does that set? To make Marshawn the captain. What if he licks somebody well, again? Well, you know. So what? Dale Hunter was your captain of your uh, Washington Capitals. <laughs> and he was one of the biggest thugs in hockey. And they, that was the 80s. And, a and, they, and they gave, I think they gave him a raise after he hit Pierre Turgeon. So, I mean, I don't know. He's a well-known bathroom crasher, too. Oh, yeah. Now, no, almost... I, I do believe, I think, did, didn't Tom Wilson wear the C at one point if a, one Ovechkin was out? I think he had one game with the C. Oh, I don't if know. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be the first time that you've seen somebody who uh, is, is sort of, shall we say, uh, engages in questionable, less than sportsmanlike tactics on the ice. <clears throat> Bobby Clark. Right. <laughs> uh, become uh, team captain. The captaincy is who are the guys following? Who's, who is the voice in the room? And that's ultimately what it comes down to. You, who leads by example and who is the voice in the room? You uh, know what I want to see? I want to see a Puktoku that says ca- was a captain and had over 100 penalty minutes in a season. Oh, that'd be Well, you know, as long as it's in the in that right frame, if, if, the, if Washington's on that left-hand bar for one of those, I mean, come yeah. on, that, right. that's a layup. Yeah, we just named one. Yeah. But just, I think that's, 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 that, that's... As Scotty would say, that's chalk. Chalk, baby. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Tom Wilson wore the A in 2021 because of uh, Nick Backstrom's uh, and T- T- Timothy Jimothy Oshie being out of the lineup. Oh, and speaking of Puktoku, no, I did not. On on Wednesdays, I, I do not play Puktoku. It's a it's a good and we're doing it. This week is show. a good. This one's a good. Is it? It's going to be very goalie heavy. I do believe. Mm. Very goalie heavy. Very By the way, uh, I know you're not a fan. I know you're not a big fan there, Scotty, of uh, White the athletic. Oh, of the athletic. <laughs> okay. But but uh, actually, Ian Mendez, formerly of TSN, I love Ian Mendez. Um, he uh, did a, a a really interesting feature on uh, today on the, uh, the the guy who did the puck doku. He only just started that a couple of months ago. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. like he's the, like I I, yeah. I I get I only got into it like when when I wrote it to you guys. It was only like a week or so in. Yeah, um, like, you know. But uh, and, Oh, and, and, and Immaculate Grid is now doing hockey as well. Yes, Hockey Reference I, is doing that. So Yeah, I, I discovered that a couple of weeks ago. So I kind of used that one as my warm-up because sure. Pukdoku is, the, is my is main the, one. Is the, is the it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Immaculate Grid's just like, hey, let's do hockey since we have the resources and we can plug and play. Yeah, yeah. Um, though, I mean, though, there's though, no way to patent that, right? Because I feel be like Pukdoku was first and then every other sport took it from them. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you can patent anything but, anymore. Uh, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's taken right off for this guy who works in Calgary. is a normal job, works in Calgary, but just... Uh, hey, yeah. I worked he, in Calgary as a normal job. He got the idea off a, off a, off a hockey podcast where there, or where it was actually off Ours? of uh, Puck Soup. Yeah. Oh. He got the idea of Puck Soup with uh, Sean McKendo and, our, and Brian Lambert were kind of doing a sort of... Uh, a riff on a, like a, a hockey doku, if you will, and and buddy was listening to it, going, you know, I think I can do that. So you're telling me <laughs> <laughs> because puck, to- damn it, 
because ha like ha fuck you was such a pinnacle touchstone of the mm-hmm. podcast generation. <laughs> because we we instituted ha ha fuck you because we had time to fill and plenty of stuff to do. Um, and I literally lost my calling as a game show host. We get Pukdoku, but yet we don't get no credits. No credit, though I'm pretty sure I stole a bit from the Dave Lozo, Greg Wachinski era Puck Soup. Um, regardless, regardless okay. of that fact. Um, you can take comfort in the fact, Scotty, that haha, fuck you rhymes with Pukdoku. And right. it, had, the, it had your... to walk so Pukduko could run. Exactly. I get it. No, I understand. Um, but still, um, sad. Sad about that. But hey, here we are. We're as a people. We You're will still standing, buddy. We will get over it. I'm sure somehow, some way. Um, there. I moved to done. Maryland. Always helps. I've heard. Yeah. No. Fucking. I gotta. I gotta do that. Oh fuck. <laughs> we get heavy duty bags coming tomorrow, so I'll start packing up my clothing. Since there I only wear like two there or three go. t-shirts a week. Moving that the, the the thing about moving is exciting until you actually have to start packing shit and do the actual travel. Well, here's the here's the fun part about it. We That's got we got Jen's got to move twice. Yeah. So. Yeah. Excited I for that, Jen. That Jen. No, uh, the first move is going to be pretty easy because I really only brought enough stuff with me to uh, get me through a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so Jen, my- may I recommend? <clears throat> Just sent just ship the stuff to John's house that you have right now with you. <laughs> and then you just pack a bag and get on a plane or or you know, get in a car and drive home and then you don't have to pack toys. You just send it to John's house. We also have a we have a couch and a bed, Mark. I don't know how we can ship those. Uh in a big van. <laughs> or sell them. And then no, we just bought this new couch. Here. I'm not taking I'm not taking my raggedy ass old Calgary couch with me back to Harford County. <laughs> that thing's torn to shit. You have a couch in the apartment that you're in, Scotty. Yes, it's the Calgary couch. Yeah, it's no, torn no, no, to no. shit. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where Jen is right now. Yes. Just have her ship a box. <laughs> what? <laughs> then she doesn't have to pack it and bring it all the way back to you, and then you have to take it again to Maryland. Just send it once to Maryland, to John's house. We gotta send the couch to Maryland. So the couch is with Jen? Yes. The new couch is with Jen. You, did, you just said it was with you. No, I Fair had my base. old Calgary couch. It's out here. It's been around since I got divorced. That's... Third base. <sighs> Torn to shit. It's just... And the new Which couch is with Jen. Couch? Huh? Which one's the pull-out couch? Fucking don't pull out, baby. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a daughter uh... to prove it. Uh, you sure you want to get? You sure you want to live with this guy full time again, Jen? Really? <laughs> you know, I have my doubts. <laughs> fucking hey, same thing, same thing, dude. <laughs> oh, you're just a puddle, Scotty. Every night, don't you lie? Shit, I make her into a puddle. You know what I'm saying, boys? That was vile. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I expect nothing less. But... Good, perfect. As you shouldn't. By the way, when we uh, we uh, we had the same experience at Longhorn Steakhouse. That's salty fucking food. If you ever go to a Longhorn Steakhouse and you're low on sodium, you you know you're gonna be fine. I um, found I found that at Texas Roadhouse Outback, pretty much every everyone that claims they're a steakhouse but it's a fast food joint essentially is just oversalted crap. I, I don't I don't get it. Why are they over? What are they trying to preserve? What is They're this? not trying to preserve anything. They're trying to preserve the flavor of the fact that they didn't cook it right in the first place. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they did. Steakhouses are do not 
do a good job with steaks. No. They really don't. No. Got a couple of chain ones up here in Canada, and I've tried their steaks, and no. To be fair, no. Mr. Mike's Steakhouse is still one of to the To be fair. Per, the well, premier. yeah, but that's not a national chain, though. Yeah, they got no. out to Ontario. They're out to Ontario now, east See, so the difference or Western is, Canada. That is not national, Scott. Yeah, it's, you can have it's chains. Na- it's in Toronto, Lyle. It's national. Stop. You can have chains, and the chains have recipes, and the recipes can be cooked slightly different from place to place. Mm-hmm. Those are the smaller ones like Mr. Mike's, but when you're talking like an Outback, all that food comes like practically pre-prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And you you got to cook it the same way every single time because if you're in an outback on the West Coast and the East Coast, people expect it to taste exactly the fucking same when they go. Yeah. All right. Mr. Mike's got locations in Alberta, British Columbia, Manitoba, uh, Ontario, Saskatchewan, the provinces that matter. Uh, Fuck Quebec. Go right straight to hell. (laughs) You go right straight to hell. You shut your vile mouth, mister. (laughs) Lyle, why would you want one in Charlottetown when Porta, uh, Portage La Prairie has one? I mean, come on. Uh, exactly. You know, yeah. no, priorities. We've got Montana Steakhouse here, and it's the same thing as, like, you know, oh, yeah. all your other chain ones in the States, and it's the same thing. It's, yeah. Oversalted it's over You ask for You <laughs> ask for medium rare, you get well done, and it, everything's oversalted, and it's just garbage. So yeah. I asked for my basically raw. Yeah. And, and even then, they plated it wrong this time. They gave me the they gave me the uh, ODB one because they liked it raw, and then I was just like, "Oh, this is yours, Jen. Take it." <laughs> Took a bite out of it. Have and and I had my baked potato that was just covered in salt. I'm like, "Why did you need to fucking cover it in salt? What are we doing here?" <sighs> this segment was brought to you by Red Robin. Yeah, Red Robin. Red <laughs> Robin. Yum. Right. We should have said Red Lobster because it's seafood. Should have went there. We will be better next time. How about Long John Silver? No one eats there. Stop. No <laughs> one's still, fucking. No. Did that go the way of the Sizzler? No, nah, it's still it's still around somehow. I don't know. I know it. It's still around. It's got locations. I know no one who's eaten there. <laughs> I mean, hip hop, fish, and chicken has more people going to it. What's that, Jen? I used to eat there when I was a kid. Oh yeah. When's the last time you? I ate feel there? like all of us had experiences at both the Sizzler and Long John Silver as children. I will go on record saying I love the Sizzler. I was a big fan of the okay. Sizzler. Never went to Long John Silver. Is not a, not a big seafood person. All right, now Scotty, as a Pasadena at slash Severna Park slash Glen Burnie guy, did you prefer the Sizzler or did you prefer Bob's Big Boy? Um, we went to Sizzler more than Bob's Big Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sizzler wins. Bob's out. Big Boy was another buffet place. Oh, go- like oh all right. Now hold times. on. Let's do it this way. Bob, uh, it's it's uh, Sizzler greater than Bob's Big Boy, Old Country Buffet greater than Sizzler. Mm. Old OCB is right there by See, the. See, OCB uh, was the fancy buffet. When yeah, we were kids, right by the though. DMV. <laughs> Compared to the other two. Yeah, it's true. I gotta, I have to say, that's one thing I do miss about uh, about living in the states is your buffets are magnificent. They truly yeah. are magnificent. Canadian buffets are, shall we say, light. <laughs> Well, they're light. <laughs> everything, everything about so the 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 American buffets, everything about it is just take more. It's why eat it's, more, it's why more. a pandemic happened because we're all dipping <laughs> in the same fucking thing. No, no <laughs> regard for human life. No, no. Just there you go. I got this pork chop. Let's go dip it in the chocolate fountain. Who gives a shit about cross contamination? <laughs> no, hell, exactly. Jen won't go to the old country buffet or the Golden Corral with me. 
It's like, oh. Oh, come on. Why is that, Scotty? <laughs> She's just like, no buffet. Like, no buffet. Nope. How dare you? So. <laughs> Might have to I see. just realized it's going to be in Wawa Land. Huh? There you go. Oh, that's right. We're going to be Wawa Land. I have a Wawa within a mile and a half of my house in Manassas. Not that you guys are going to come visit me. But fuck no. <laughs> you kidding me? I gotta make t- Once I gotta you're make in t- Maryland, you'd be like, that's too far. <laughs> uh, Sorry. God, I got to go there? Fuck. Oh, man. An hour and a half around the Washington Beltway is like uh, eight hours anywhere else. <laughs> uh oh, hold on, hold on. Is there one in Aberdeen? Uh yeah, Jen, we are we are covered. We got all the Wawa's everywhere. Well wait, where there are you, you moving? Go. Uh you, you you got a you got a gig with University of Maryland, right? No. No. Oh, okay. Hartford County. County. Harford County. <clears throat> That's close enough. Yeah. One in Abington. There's one in, in Aber- Aberdeen. No. Well, yeah, you're much closer to Wild Wild Country if you're up 95 yeah. towards University of Delaware. Oh yeah, Delaware, Delaware, Delaware. <laughs> so Delaware doesn't exist. It's just a travel plaza. <laughs> it is. It is the best one though. The best travel plaza. <laughs> yeah, because when you go up 95, and fuck you if you disagree with me. N- not not you guys. I mean people listening. Oh, no, no, thank God. There's two <laughs> two travel plazas to get out of Maryland. There's the Chesapeake House and the Maryland House. They're yes. both okay. Yeah. One has a Pete's Coffee, one has a Starbucks. Eh, both of them are just subpar. You get to Delaware, it's like a palatial, the best bathrooms, the best uh, restaurants that you could eat. I mean, restaurants, fast food. But uh, they have a Starbucks right in the middle. Oh. Beautiful. It's, there's actually an extra Starbucks out in the parking lot if it's busy. If the inside one's busy, there's an outside one that you can do a drive through at. Damn, man. It's beautiful. I do believe Lewis Black once said that that would meant the end of the universe if there was a Starbucks next to a Starbucks. <laughs> well, hold on a the second. The of the universe. <laughs> I think I, I think I found the Wawa Pike in Harford County. If you go along Route 22 <laughs> near Blair, you have a Wawa here, a Wawa here, a Wawa here, and a Wawa here. Along this full line, you can do a Wawa, a tour of Wawa right near Shucks Regional Park. <laughs> Beautiful Blair, Maryland. And there's one up here on Route 1. Look at that. There you go. And then a chicken filla. So. I think I think what he's saying, Jen, is that all your Wawa needs are going to be met. Oh, sh- and a, oh, oh, hold on. Fuck off. Cracker Barrel, baby. <laughs> Cracker Barrel, baby. All right. So Cracker Barrel or OCB then? Oh, uh, Cracker Barrel all day. Come on. Yeah. Because yeah. I got a gift shop, too. Because when you're waiting the point. three hours to get a seat, you can just shop for like the the best of uh, uh, Andy Griffith, and it's a good time mm-hmm. for everybody. <laughs> uh, so anyway, to finish my thought, which I didn't sure. have to, once you get over the Delaware uh-huh. Bridge and you're into Jersey, it's all it's all Wait. all trash after that. Yeah, obviously. I was gonna say you, you first off, you take 95, you stay in Pennsylvania. Well, so it, we already had this argument on the show with Sean Leahy. It's called if you you're looking at the map right now. Sure am, buddy. The Garden we State Parkway uh-huh. is also route called Route 95. Uh-huh. Not only does 95 go through Wilmington and Philly, but 95 also go is 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 branded on the Garden State Parkway as well. That's dumb. I agree. It's dumb. Uh, but... wait, no, I'm sorry. The Jersey Turnpike. The Turnpike is 95. The Garden State Parkway is 
I don't know, some other 95, like uh, 495. Or I will say this, is that um, when I lived in beautiful uh, Newman College, Aston, uh, look where it is. Uh, Wawa Corporate Headquarters was not too far from mm-hmm. uh, the Newman College, Newman University, which is right here. So I had the freshest Wawa's, boom, 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 because the stuff was right there. Yes. I don't think that the food starts there, but I see. <laughs> yeah, your point. I think you're wrong. Uh, I worked in food services for three minutes once, so I think I know a little something. So, Jesus, went through that circle and it's just like a circle of Wawa. So we got MTOs to go, baby. But yeah, Harford County, <laughs> catch the fever. Um, Speaking of fever, Lyle, there's a fever pitch over what Yurov Slikovsky can do for his second year. And he said he's got goals. going to be better than his rookie year. Um, what say you of him living up to that number one status, uh, especially after, coming after an injury as well? Oh, I think he's still got, uh, he's still got a, a, you know, a lot of time and a lot of upside. Um, you know, he, jumping into the NHL when he did as, as you know, he he made the point when he was asked if he was having any difficulty adjusting to the NHL with that, I think, of the first four to six weeks. And he basically reminded the reporter that, you know, a year ago I was playing high school hockey. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, I had junior prom a year ago, man. Stop it. <laughs> I know. I know. Exactly. He's he's just 19. He's uh, but he's been doing a lot of uh, a lot of fancy training over there in uh, in uh, Czechia. Um, you know, to improve his, uh, Slovakia. his ability and all that good stuff. Yeah, but he's been training in Czechia. Oh, God, even the, Slo- yeah. the Slovaks. Just been like, doing yeah. with the, uh, you know, you see him on ice and it looks like he's just on ice with the sunglasses, but, you know, trying to look cool. But uh-huh. that uh, has to do just uh, helping with his uh, with his visibility and that sort of thing. Because if there's one real bad habit that Slavkoski mm-hmm. had that I really hope he can get rid of, it's playing with his head down too much mm. because he got he got walloped a couple of times last year fortunately he did not get seriously hurt from those it was mm-hmm. a knee injury that took him out uh for the season but see that's the problem when you've got players he's suffering from the eric lindros syndrome you're so used to being the biggest kid on the ice that when people you know try to check you they just bounce off you so you develop that habit well i'm not going to get hurt and then you get up into the nhl and it's like yeah you've got monsters who will take your head off if, if you uh, keep your head I'll play with your head down. So, hopefully, uh, he's going to. Uh, that's going. That level of that will improve. But uh, I'm still confident. I think that uh, he's going to improve. He's, you know, whether whether he should have been in the NHL last year or or what have you, that's open for debate. But I I don't think that it's going to hurt him. No. And uh, I'm expecting better things from this year. I'm expecting better things from a lot of uh, a lot of the young Habs this season. There you go. Truth be told. So. With another year of experience and some age and a little maturity under their belts. Oh, well, how can't we all use a little bit of maturity under our belts? Indeed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Should have known let myself wide open with that one, but I always happens. do. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, what else do we got to talk about? Well, Troy Terry's got seven years, seven million. We talked we touched a little about that. Mm-hmm. There's really not much else to go, man. Like we we really are in the dog we days are really right now. Kind of it's it's really fucked. bad. I mean, Matt Dumba still mm-hmm. waiting to waiting to sign. 
Ah, uh, so he said he said offers, but uh, I don't know what what the deal is there. Whether he's sitting back and waiting, think he's going to get better ones, or if he's just taking the time to think about where he's going to go. But there is that. Uh, let's see what else. What else? What else? My gosh, there hasn't been a lot. Yeah, occasionally the William Nylander thing pops up. Starting to hear more and more now. Toronto scribes instead of doing their usual thing of where are they going to trade him to, they're beginning to come to the, uh, the rather, you know. Uh, realistic view that you know what if they trade him they're not going to get equal value anyway you might as well hang on to him play out his contract if you're not going to resign him keep it as an own rental and then if he walks next year you can use the money for other stuff so anyway uh let's move on to what really matters most well i was going to say here we got this we got the uh, oh we do have the that, possible though. winner oh, classic spoilers Lord. spoiler alerts uh the kraken I do like the, I do is this like a the, thing uh, this yeah. this was leaked to the uh sinbin uh, Sinbin Vegas site. Uh, Jesus, this is uh, these are hats. I like the crack from hat. Mitchell and Ness. So, so hold on, there are teams that haven't played in any outdoor games yet, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of who they. Columbus. Uh, God, we we went over. We 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 did this trivia at yeah. one point. Yeah. The I, all I'm picturing is the meme of uh, the guy walking down the street with his girlfriend. <laughs> And looking back at the other girl, right? And the other girl is the Seattle Kraken, and his girlfriend is Columbus or something, right? Right. Sure. And the guy is the NHL. It's yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. Well, the reason why they're doing that, though, is because their uh, their two most recent uh, expansion teams have done very, very well for themselves. Um, and they're... Well, yeah, the NHL kind of made sure of that, didn't they? Yeah. How did they do that, Mark? <clears throat> Uh, well, if I'm going to put my foil hat back on, please. Lyle. <laughs> please right See, John ahead. has a flat cap. I got a foil, got a foil cap. cap. Yeah. Um, I mean, it seemed like they, uh, the, the rules were in place to make sure that these teams didn't suck. Did you take a good look at their, uh, rosters when they were drafted at the time and their first year? Yeah. It okay. was all, so look, look. We all agreed when Vegas was drafted, there were no top-line guys, but it was a team full of second-line guys. And if you get a team, if you can cycle second-line guys the entire game as opposed to having a first line, a second line, and then two fourth lines because you can't afford anybody else, you're going to be a pretty good team. And, Mark, nobody looked at that roster, the Golden Knights roster, when it was drafted and said, that team is going to make the playoffs in their first year. And not only mm-hmm. that, they're going to the Stanley Cup final. Correct. I agree. Nobody looked at that. They they did change the rules. Yes, there is no question about that. They didn't significantly change them, but they did tweak them. Because quite honestly, when they did the expansion back in the 90s, the draft rules sucked. And every team that drafted yeah. basically suffered as a result. But because the NHL is so slow to change, and this is back in the era when you still had dinosaurs like uh, Mike Milbury stomping around saying, we like our game the way it is. You know, when we had expansion teams, we suck, so you guys have to suck too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the NHL came to the realization you know, over right. well over a decade later that, you know what, it might not be a bad idea if we're going to expand again to maybe kind of give these teams a little bit of help with their expansion drafts. So, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs in the first year, but at least they won't be so horrible that it takes them five years to make the playoffs and all the fan excitement yes. dies away within the first two. And to that's three what years. I was about to get to, because you yes. can't 
in this day and age, you cannot have an expansion team in any sport without groundswell fan support. Yes. Without, you know, selling X amount of season tickets, right? You don't have to sell out yeah. right away, but you can't also yeah. have an empty arena right away, right? You it's got to be yeah. some sort of buzz. Right. Yes. And, I mean, that's where we're at right now, right? Putting these two teams in the Winter Classic is making sure that it, <clears throat> you know, Vegas just won the Stanley Cup, Seattle... You know, made the playoffs in their the second playoffs. year and actually just, won a round. Yeah, so, just keep riding and, the wave. And you look at the two. And meanwhile, Columbus is just, you know. But you also look at the two markets. Vegas okay. is is hot for hockey. Seattle's hot yep. for hockey. Why not uh, Columbus? I don't, you know, God bless the Columbus fans. I don't think they've ever been hot for hockey. But. I mean, all valid points. I, all, mm-hmm. My only point in bringing up the joke was the fact that, like, Columbus has been in the league for 20 years. Oh, well, I it's mean, valid, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. You're it's right. a valid point. So, yeah. three, three teams after the Kraken, because Vegas played in the game at, uh, at uh, in, uh, fuck, where was it? They played an outdoor game, <sighs> Lake, Lake Tahoe. There it is. So they played in Tahoe. Kraken are going to be playing their first game. There's three teams. Columbus is one of them. Name the other two. That have never not played, played an outdoor, an outdoor, played outdoor, an outdoor game. game. Oh, jeez. Um, Jen, you can jump in on this, too, if you know. Yeah, Jen, if you want to start. start yes, off, please. There's... Huh? The Panthers. Panthers, that is correct. Florida has never been in an ah, outdoor game. I thought that, I, I thought that the Panthers one more. were one of them. Mm. Oh God! Yeah, I, I coyotes. Like it, yeah, coyotes is correct. I was gonna yeah. say, I feel like it has to be. It Arizona. has to be the coyotes, man. You know. Um, so, I, I is, gotta is, be. I gotta be honest. I I cheer for the Kygo and cheer for the coyotes every year because they've been such a doormat for so long. I actually want to see that. Hope I'm actually hoping that this time they got it right. Yeah. You know? yeah. What are the last odds, year, though, Lyle? Last year, we were hoping they were going to do the major league thing, tell yeah. everybody to go fuck themselves, have a naked picture, a picture of Gary Bettman that they were going to take a piece oh, off so of every hot. time they got a win. So hot. Actually, they'd have a yeah, naked picture of Gary <laughs> Bettman put clothes on him every time. They win. <laughs> we don't want to make the play play the other way around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll never uh. want to win. <laughs> All right. But I do like I do like the uh, if that's the uh, this is yeah this the, is a uh, leak the from the Kraken are going with I like it from the Mitchell and Ness hat line this is a leak of <laughs> nice. what the logos will look like. Um, hello, buddy. Um, actually, goes. it's the reverse major league. They they start with a naked picture of Gary Bettman. And that's every what time I, that's what Lyle said. Yeah. yeah, that's what Lyle <laughs> said. That's what I meant. And then they put, put on. <laughs> Hurry up and win, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that becomes an yep. abomination. So <laughs> so the uh, so the. Obviously, the Seattle Metropolitans nod, and then I don't yep. know what the hell Vegas is doing. They're just kind of hanging out there. They okay. always just do their own thing. Yep, just kind of well, there. They got a Stanley Cup now, baby. They yeah, can they that. can do their own. I think they submitted that before they won the Stanley Cup because yes. I'm pretty sure if they had done this after they won the Stanley Cup, they would just have a Stanley Cup on their cap. Right, that's yeah. it. Just like the yeah. old times where they put like world champions and then had the Stanley Cup on the jersey back in the uh, yeah. early the turn of the century, turn of the 20th century. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Lyle, we're going to take your advantage. We're going to do warm up with Mr. Immaculate Grid. Here we go. Cross the top. Don't even have logos. Hate it already. Yeah. Uh, hey, inferior. Hey, Minus 10 I say, points. This is my warm up. Yep. So, Devils, Panthers. Oh, virus threat protection. Thank you. Uh, Devils, Panthers, 40 goal season down the side. Uh, Canadian, the aforementioned Coyotes, and the Calgary Flames. 
Everyone knows the rules. Everyone knows the rules. The 40-goal season has to be with the team down the side, so good luck on that. And I think carryovers from old teams count in Immaculate Yeah, grid. for the Coyotes, I think it, I think their rules are that the uh, the old Winnipeg Jets yes. version 1.0 counts yes. for, mm. for any Coyotes records. So. Well, there you go. Jen, what we're going to start with there? you. What Where'd you, you go? Where'd Jen? I'll be back in a minute. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's All right. Just well, we'll start. Yeah, we'll it. just hang out here for a minute. Yeah, no, no yeah, let's. Yeah, exactly. Let's we'll just hang, hang out, out here for a minute. minute. By yeah. the way, I, if we ha- if we if Jen actually got a permanent job in Omaha, that would have been fun too. I liked Omaha. Omaha's a nice city. If you've yeah, never been, I've never been. I'll take your word. They got two hockey teams, man. So what do you want? What oh, could you want? well, shit! Right off the bat, they got they got the uh, the the uh, the Lancers, and they got the University mm-hmm. of Omaha. So nice. It's a good time for there. Nice. Rest. Yes, that's good right. Yeah. Did you attend any University of <clears throat> Omaha games while yeah. she was down there? Yeah, yeah. We uh, the time I was down there last year, UND was in town, so oh, I watched. There you go. I watched North Dakota on the road. Um, mm-hmm. ton of North Dakota fans made the eight-hour trip down, uh, and then yeah, hung out with the the media teams afterwards and. It's a good time. That's a nice I gotta, arena. I got to say, man. I mean, y'all are caught with your college hockey. I mean, you know, <clears throat> big time ad support. I love seeing oh, yeah. that. They're they're just like they're just like Canadian fans up here and for the junior hockey that will do the same thing like you oh, said, yeah. go eight to ten hours well, the, drive to go support their team. The funny thing is with that is with UND is that everyone's everywhere. Like you see a UND like they went out to Vegas last year and sold out Vegas. They went to Air wow. they went to uh they've gone to other places, MSG and sold out MSG. And it's just mm-hmm. a, a ton of UND green out there. So okay. I mean, they. Tr- I mean, they, just think they're just looking for a reason to go anywhere. Essentially, at that time of year, are you kidding me? <laughs> In October, yeah, or November, yeah. Let's get the Vegas? fuck out of here. Yeah, Vegas, sure. you bet. <laughs> are they playing in Hawaii? Because we can right, do exactly. That. No <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah, and UND Damn. UND fans travel well, so yeah. Um, but okay, here we okay. go. Okay, Jen's back. Jen's We're back. ready to we'll do this back. thing. Um. Here we go. So forty plus goal season, Jen. We uh, we will start with you. What say you? Um, I can't see the grid at all, so I have no idea what okay. I'm guessing about. Across the top, oh. across the th- why? Uh, I guess that's stupid Skype on phone. Uh, across the top, Devils, Panthers, forty goals down the side, Canadians, Coyotes, Flames. Oh, it's easy to pick a forty goal scorer scorer for the Habs. Cool, then do it. There's so many. There's so many. <laughs> Do it, there you are coward. so many. Yeah. <laughs> how how old school you want to go, Jen? <laughs> right. You go for the zero point zero. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Richard said zero point zero, not chalk. <laughs> <laughs> Maurice Rocket Richard, fifty one percent chalk. Fifty one percent. Wow. I would have got. I would have if you're going for low percentage. I think maybe Dickie Moore would have been a good one in there. I had Dickie Moore. Late fifties. Yeah, Late fifties has, but yeah, but it's a good know. one. It's a good one to start. Yeah, we got no. one. I assume that nobody knows the Habs from the fifties anymore. That's fair yeah. too. You know what? That is <laughs> yeah. true. With Puck Doku, a lot of stuff skewed younger. It is. It really is. Yeah, um, that's that's where I'm able to get good uniqueness scores because, on. of course, I grew up watching the, the NHL in the 1970s, so I'm remembering a lot of guys who played from the 70s, and quick. that's helping my uniqueness score. Anywho, I'm gonna take a timeout real quick. Hey, oh, uh oh. We got a Cooper all timeout. We got a Cooper all. Fucking, he's got. We got. So we got a. We got a bag. We got a. I have a bag that I brought home from. Um, what you got in that bag? 
Yeah, I know, right? And and then freaking <laughs> next thing you know, Cooper's got his head wrapped around one of the handles. Oh, for heaven's sake. <sighs> Dumbass cat. Anywho, uh, Lyle, next one. What do you got? Uh, okay. Uh, well, I'm going to stick with 40 goal seasons, and I'm not going to touch the Coyotes. I'm going down with the Calgary Flames. And several Flames here I could go with, too. I'm going to stay away from the most obvious, and I'm definitely staying away from the crazy one. Um, <laughs> good pull, good move. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to go, yeah, I think, yeah, I think Gary Roberts for that one. Robert. So for those of you playing at home, the obvious one is Jerome McGinley. The crazy one is Theo Fleury. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. One percent. Yes. There you go. Yes. Much like him in real life, he's part of the 1%, Lyle Richardson. Uh, Mark, <laughs> what say you? I'm going to go Panthers, Flames, Ole Jokin, and put oh, it on the board. Put oh. it on the board. That's nice like where? 3%. Oh, 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 God, look at that nice hair. One. Oh, Lord. Oh, Here it's unnatural. Go. It's Here unnatural. All right, Jen, uh, what's left? We got the Devils, Canadians, Panthers, Canadians. Coyotes open board with Devils, Panthers, and 40-plus, and then we got Devils and Flames. Um, I think the Puck Doku was harder today, too. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> See, when I, when I don't need these facts, I have them all at my disposal. As soon as somebody asks me a question, I'm like, uh... Fraud detected, fraud detected. Oh, dear. <laughs> so. Well, Lyle, I don't know if you were, Jen, you might not have been here. Lyle gave a pretty big hint for Coyotes' 40-goal seasons. Yeah. It, it, the, the Coyotes' history travels with the team from wherever they came from. We've already gone chop mm. with the one. Yeah. See, I'll just I'll just screw up your score, so I'm just. That no, doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? It don't matter. This is the warm up one. The yeah, this is the warm. The puck doku is the one. Is the it, it is the game of record as we have yes. stated on this show. Yes. yes. I want to say Kirk Muller, but I don't think he played for the Devils. For where? For the Habs Devils. Yeah, he did play for the Devils. Yeah, he did. Oh, did he? Okay. Yes, he did. Oh, yes. Pick. 4%. Four percent. No picture. No picture for Kurt Muller. What fuck him? Yeah, disrespect. The disrespect of that man. <laughs> uh, Mark. All right. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to screw up a percentage here. Okay. I'm going to go uh, Timu Solani for Coyotes' 40 goal seasons. Timu. And if it doesn't, if if Lyle's wrong, 31. okay, there 31%. you go. 31. Lyle, now you. We got Panthers, Canadians. Tell me. Coyotes, Canadians. Tell me. Coyotes, Devil or Coyotes, uh, Panthers, Devils. Well, shit. Okay. Um, not enough coyotes, I guess. I didn't give you guys the coyotes. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> um, Scotty's taking notes. Shit, okay. I gotta give him uh, more Montreal coyotes. Canadians, Florida Panthers. <laughs> yes, sir. Scott Gomez. Gomer. That's a that's a good one. And it's there, two yes. percent. There at two. I knew he did one see I think that was his last season. I think he did. Play for the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Jen. Coyotes, Devils, Coyotes, Panthers, or Flames, Devils? Mm. Mm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. 
Remember, the Devils mm-hmm. can also be the Kansas City Scouts. <laughs> Don't know why that's relevant. <laughs> Either of those teams. Oh, now that you mentioned it, fucking scouts from 20 years before I was born, you're right. Oh, I know a good one for Devil's Flames. Go ahead, then. You haven't played this one yet, have you? No, but I, this is... This then is... get in on it. All right, fuck. Lanny McDonald. Yeah. Devils yeah. and Flames. Because he played for the Colorado Rockies. Colorado Rockies. Yep. Man, the Coyotes are a fucking wasteland. All right. So we got Devils, Coyotes, Devil, uh, Coyotes, Panthers. Uh, Open forum. Open forum right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, Coyotes and Panthers. Ray Whitney. Coyotes. Panthers. Oh, yeah. Throwing a Hail Mary. Which is not really a Hail Mary because he played with a lot of teams. 2%. Yes! Ray Whitney on that board. <laughs> Last Guys, one. Honest to God, that was a guess. That was just. Devils, Coyotes. Devils, Coyotes. I feel like there's been. I know a couple, but I'm letting you gentlemen and lady get the first dibs. Ugh. <sighs> Man, this is making my brain itch. I will say the one I'm thinking of with this this one, Caps huh. Legend. Caps. Oh legend. Christ. Caps Legend. That could be. Interesting. Oh, uh, oh. Um, I fuck. I don't know if you ever played for the Devils, but Boyd Gordon. Is that the one you were thinking of? No, it was not. Okay, but now I never played for the Devils. Now I'm questioning. No idea. <laughs> I'm questioning if he played for the Devils now. Devils and Coyotes. Caps legend. Oh, uh, no. Robert Long never played for the Devils either. Oh, come on. <sighs> Caps legend played for the Coyotes other than... You're killing me, man. Shit, All right. Shit, and shit, nobody's shit. got it? All right, Scotty, just do it. Scotty. So, so we, we can get move to on another to one. Good one. Philip. No way. Philip Housley. Oh, Housley. No way. <laughs> Rarity score a 99. Yeah, buddy. Hey, we we broke the top 100. Score. Yeah. Yep, so Phil Housley played for the Jets and then played a year for the Devils. Right, right. Caps right. legend. See, you, you get all wrapped up in coyotes and who, and you forget that. You, you know what's Jets fucked with me is I take I take one, if it's down the side here, I think yeah. I'm combining the ones down the side. So I'm like, ah, and then I'd be like, ah, well, who played for the Canadians and coyotes? Like, no, stupid, you don't have to do with that one. <laughs> all right, so... 99 right, on that well one. Done. There hey, we go. I think we, yeah, I think we did pretty Average good there, score guy. of 5.6. What are you guys doing? <clears throat> Only five Arizona Only, Coyotes. Oh, ooh, show the five. 50 goal seasons. Howard Chuck, Kachuck, Paul all McClain, of them Solani. Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> pretty much. All of them were Every for the Jets. Every one of them a former yep. Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> yep. Son of a so, bitch. Some, some <laughs> j- fucking, you know what? That is, I'm sorry. Fuck these guys, because that is... <laughs> Misleading. That is misleading. All right, let's get to the let's get to the good. All right, stuff, so yeah. the it's now the, the game of record. Yeah, Doku across the record. top. Leafs Ooh. wild nine uh, a ninety plus save percentage in a season. Oh, down the side. Sabre. Chicago, Montreal. 
Love seeing me some original six teams in there. Yes. Um, and some uh, expansion teams from the 70s, too. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Who's going first? Jen, you have won any of these? Um, didn't Housley play for the Leafs and Sabres? Oh, we're going, we're going double Phil Housley. We're going yes. double Phil. Gotta be. Housley. This Gotta interface be. is better. Be. Double and Phil yeah, Housley. Percent good one percent start. Yes. I had, I had Grant Fuhrer, who was a two percenter. Hey, there you go. Darren Poopa would be a good one there too. That's right. He did play mm -hmm. for the Leafs. Yep. Darren Poopa as well. Right. Hey, Phil. Hey, we'll take Phil the take thrill. The definitely. Phil Housley times deuce today. It's a, the Phil Housley show. There we go. Mark, what do you got? And isn't it the same square? Like, no, uh, he was Hollywood down. He was, no, I think he was, was in the same. He was in the middle. He was second one down. Oh, second second one down. Damn it. Close. All right. He's, he would have been the secret square. But I will. <laughs> go, I will say I'll this: go. because we can't use him anymore, he would have fit here too because he played for the Blackhawks. He, yes, he yeah. did. That's right. Yeah. All right. I'll go uh, Blackhawks ninety plus save percentage. Hobby Bullen. There you go, three percent. three, nice one, Mark. Nice one. Thank you. Nice, good pull. I put Jocelyn Tebow for that one. That's a good one Jocelyn too. Jocelyn Tebow. Yep. Yeah. To Lyle. Okay, I'm going Sabers. Ninety plus save percentage. Okay. And I'm going old school. Oh. I'm going deep old school because oh. I loved this guy when he played for the Sabers Lots back in the deep. early '70s because he was so acrobatic. Okay. Roger Crozier. Crozier. Wow. Roger Crozier. Come on. Come on. 3.3%. Point, point 0.3%. Point yeah. so We're running it hard <laughs> here, gang. You guys should see me first thing in the morning when I'm playing this. It's better than coffee. Well, Jen, Jen and I had Jen and I had, had a discussion about this. When's it best to play Puck Doku? We both think later in the day because our neurons are firing better. Mm-mm. Hmm. -mm. hmm. Puckdoku is so I would disagree because the, for me this is more of a reflex game. Ah, okay. Yeah. I need I need to I need to think about these things at a lower uh, cranial, no, lower consciousness level. Where nothing's in I your head. At normally. Sure, you wake up. I, if I'm thinking too hard to about it, I can't get any of them. I just find it's a good way for me to get the old synapses going first thing in the sure. morning yeah. before I get started on my work. Of course, it you know. It, it takes it takes them about an I'm up about an hour before this thing finally goes live. Takes but a still. village. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jen. What do we we have? Sabers Wild, Blackhawks Leafs, Blackhawks Wild, and then Habs with Leafs Wild and ninety plus save percentage. Mm. I don't know my Wild like at all. That's fine. Mm. No one does. <laughs> 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 Though they should. Hey, Lyle, what do you say to Bill Dernan? Mm, not today. Uh, oh. <laughs> did they do say percentage, though, back in the in the 40s? Because I, I like it. I like that that name, but that... Oh, oh. Um, I, yeah, because I don't know if they did say percentage in the 40s. I know they did it in the 60s, though. Now you're 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 going with uh with Habs in the save percentage, right? So yeah. Um, you got a better choice. We could well, 
because I, I don't know if they mark, if they track save percentage back in the 40s. That's the only thing I'm worried about because I like it. I think he'd be a perfect bull. That's so old school. It's scary. But I don't know if they track save percentage then. Shit. So I, I, I wouldn't overthink the – if we get Montreal wrong with the amount well, of options that we again, have. Right? We can hit play again on Puckdoku, right? Well, we can keep playing. You can keep playing afterwards. <coughs> playing. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to see if it's there. Let's there. try and see what let's happens. Let's do it. All right, where are we yeah, going? Let's, let's do it, because I love that poll. Bill I Dernan? Do. I, I, yeah. Bill Dernan, Bill is he there? Bill Dernan. There he is. Oh, incorrect. Oh. Incorrect, Bill Ooh. Dernan. Because I don't think they track save percentage until I think... I think he also had, like, he got, like, two shots a game. I think no. that was... <laughs> can, I, can I tell you the one? Okay, can I tell you the one that I was thinking? Please. Rogi Vashon. Oh, Rogi Vashon. There it is. Point another point three percent. Holy shit! Back to wow. back point threes. <laughs> yeah. Holy Obviously, shit. the three obvious ones were Dryden Wa and Dryden Wa, Carey Price, maybe Jacques Plante, but maybe again, I don't know Christobal, if they're safe percentage even Maybe UA would have been a good one. Maybe Yaroslav Halak. Taylor. Taylor. Uh, oh, my my guess, my answer for this one. Yeah. Mathieu Garon. Mathieu hmm. Garon was 0.4%. Wow. So. Hey. Yeah, I had a 33 unique score today. It was fucking, I was. Well done, sir. Hard, nice. hard for it, baby. <laughs> so I feel like. I and I don't know if he played for the Wild, but in somewhere in my mind, I think he did. Marion Hosa for Blackhawks and Wild. Ooh, I don't. I okay. I I I I I, 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 I don't think he played for the no, Wild. He did not play for the Wild. Are you, are you thinking okay. Havlat? Uh, give me Havlat then. There you go. You are correct because <laughs> yeah, this is the one. This is the one that there! I picked. Look you know, that. I might I might have you were in my this... mind actually been thinking you of were in the Havlat, right era. Thank you for saving yeah. me. That was the right era between the two. I had Havlat as well. And they both played for the Senators yep. at one time. Yep. And Jen knows how my brain works because it's the same <laughs> yeah, initials. There you go. Well, I yeah. think your both your brains both work the same because it's like, did it this guy? It's like, no, it's the same guy, but close enough. <laughs> uh all right, we got Leafs Hawks, Habs Habs Leafs, Habs Wild, Sabres Wild. Jen, any of those suit your fancy? Well, I feel like it's an obvious pick, but um, it's fine. Go with the obvious. Gilmore. Douglas Gilmore. Gilmore. Which one? Leafs uh, Habs, right? He could fit either one. He yeah. could fit. He could fit well, Leafs which... Blackhawks or Leafs Habs. Yeah. So which one do you want? So to pick? go Leafs Blackhawks. Blackhawks. All right. Douglas Gilmore on the board, five percent. Five. I picked uh, Brian McCabe. That is the creepiest photo. That is the creepiest photo. <laughs> I picked uh, Brian McCabe in that one. Um. All right. What say you, Mr. Lyle? Okay, I got to go with my Habs. Um, I got to go Habs and Leafs. Okay. Um. And I'm going to go with Frank Mahovlich. Frank Mahovlich is there at 3%. Yes. Nice. Yeah. 
for this that- is a shoe in, guys. I'm surprised I didn't get it sooner. I'm okay. gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Habs and Wild with Koivu. Put it on the board. Ooh, no, no, I'm no, not no, doing no, that. No, no, no. I know. I, I know they were different Koivus, but I don't care. That doesn't say no, they have to be different Koivus. No, yes, it, yes no, it does. No, 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 Jesus. No. Damn it. Uh, by the way, I went very obscure for Leafs and Habs and went Rick Walmsley. Uh, wow. What did you get for that one? 0.1%. <laughs> uh, that was up there. My, my That was up there with my uh, Anders Lindback. Uh, Sabres 90, uh, 90 plus save percentage at point two. Jesus. Wow. I got a 0.0 once. Lucky you. Did ya? Yeah, Rangers Oilers. Oh yeah? Who was it? It was uh, Nick Foto. <laughs> sure, <laughs> Nick Foto. <laughs> right. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. So we got play for the Rangers, yeah. Habs Wild, Sabres Wild. Is it just throwing it out to Throw the... it out to the masses. Yeah. I, I, okay. I got left, so. um, okay, I got one for Habs and uh, the, the, the... Well, Habs Wild, obviously. And I'm going with a guy who played around the same time as, as both Koibus. Um, I'm going with uh, Guillaume Latendresse. Wow. Uh, yes. Fucking pool. Guillaume Latendresse is there. Uh, yeah. We'll keep going. He had Keep a 13%. Sabres oh. wild. 13%. Wow. Sorry, guys. I skewed the... Uh, no, thing. I mean, that's crazy that these... Somebody... they more, That 13% of the people playing this game knew Guillaume Latendres. <laughs> yeah, but it would have been about 10 years ago. I had... Uh, Habs I, fans, they still would have uh, yeah. remembered him. Yeah. I would have let him a little more recent and a little more chalk with Eric Stahl. That was 19%. It was the highest... Oh, oh uh... What about... What about... Jason Pominville. Oh, on this one? Yeah. There you go. That's that's a there that's a sure thing. Boom. There it is. Fifty one uniqueness. Hey. Out of ten. Eighteen percent. I went with Matt Hackett. Jesus. One percent. All goalies. It's all fucking goalies. You did goalies. say it was goalie heavy. You goalie did say you heavy. did. You did. So if you so know what was yours? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's see yours. Uh Let's hear your scores. Who you got? Oh wait, let me. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, just that, read that. them off. All right, just so, can't see that. Yeah, so it's uh, I went uh, Sabers Leaf Fear, Sabers mm-hmm. Wild Hackett, Sabers ninety percent, uh, Lindbach, uh, Hawks Leafs McCabe, Hawks uh, Wild, McCabe? yep, wait, Hawks Leafs Brian, Brian McCabe? McCabe, yep, two percent. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, Hawks Wild, I went with Havlat. Hawks ninety percent, uh, Jocelyn Tebow. Habs Leafs Rick Wamsley, 0.1%. Uh, Habs Wild Eric Stahl, 19%. And then Habs 90%. Uh, Mr. Uh, Garon, Mathieu Garon. For a 33% uh, uniqueness. And and good to know as well, doing these forward, that if we're going to be, if they ever do any save percentage again, don't touch any goalies before the 1960s. By the way, yeah. By the way, Jason Pominville, number one overall. For the uh, Sabers wow. and Wild. Mm-hmm. By the way, don't touch any goalies from the 1960s. Is still good advice. Yeah. Yes. Ne- oh, never touch Mark. Any before the 1960s. Mark, we could have had Mark Mojo. Marcus Johansson. Oh, yeah, Johansson. Could have had Mojo. But I'm De- Mojo. Devils and Wild. Yep. <gasps> you know what? I'm gonna give most obscure for each area. 
So for Sabres Toronto, the most obscure is a tie between Larry Mickey, Larry Keenan, and Mike Byers. Larry Mickey, I saw. Him, I remember watching him play as a kid back most, in the early seventies. Most obscure for Sabres Wild is uh, Keith Carney, Cal O'Reilly, Zach Dalp, Stephen Fogarty, and Tyson Strachan. Keith Carney. Actually, it's Tyson Strachan who's only got thirty-four people remembering him. <laughs> um, for the uh, Sabres, in ninety percent. Most obscure, Drew McIntyre. Uh, not the wrestler. Oh he's great. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a be- wow. One of, he's a fantastic wrestler. Yep. <laughs> also uh, receiving votes, Rocky Farr and Adam Wilcox. Never uh, heard of them. Most obscure, <laughs> most obscure for Chicago, Toronto, a tie between a lot of players. I'll just oh, name bad. a couple. Uh, Wally <clears throat> Bowler, Stu Adams, Jeff Jackson, uh, Daryl Maggs, Pat Ribble. Pete Conacher, uh, Bob Gracie, and Corb Dennehy, which I think people are just going on hockey at hockey H, uh, hockey. Oh, DB. they're definitely if they're pulling those yeah. names out, they're going on a hockey DB. Chicago, yeah. Minnesota, Andy Hilbert, most obscure, and Chicago ninety percent save percentage. Ray LeBlanc and Gil Miloš with the tie. Okay, Gil Miloš, yeah, mm-hmm. I could, I can see him, yeah. For Montreal, Toronto, a lot, uh, including Bronco Horvat, Jeff Brubaker. Uh, another Larry Mickey. Jeff Brubaker. Jeff Brubaker, Marylander. Um, mm-hmm. and, I uh, remember watching him play for the Nova Scotia Voyageurs. And you're like, man, this guy fucking loves his old bay. Uh, for <laughs> Me- Minnesota, Minnesota, Montreal, Sebastian <clears throat> Borlo, Gabriel Dumont, Brent Clark, Sean Hill, uh, among others. Sean Hill. And then 90% save percentage for uh, the Canadians, most obscure, <clears throat> Wayne Thomas and Robert Perot. Wayne Thomas. And also uh, Rick Wamsley on this one. And Pat Jablonski. Pat Jablonski. Pat we could Jabber. have a Pat Jablonski Jabber. reference. Yeah. But we did not. That's that's the thing with the with those is when I when you go and you look at the, the stats afterwards and see all the ones that are listed and right away you start kicking, you say, Oh, why didn't I think of him? I, I, uh. I, I said this last week, but Jen was kick uh, was kicking herself when we were at the zoo. She's like, I could have had fucking Cicerelli. <laughs> and it's hilarious too because I like I just randomly outburst like fuck Cicerelli and I'm just like really the fucking giraffes like, are like out of huh? nowhere like just out of nowhere I'm all of a sudden yelling about Cicerelli the yeah. thing is with with Puck Doku I've talked about it before it's like sometimes like this one that you show today like a lot of them will just just jump right out at you right mm-hmm. like they you see them just oh yeah I know boom 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 and then you get some like especially those Oh my God! On that immaculate grid one, where it's like you know, coyotes, devils, and it's just you just like you get fixated I don't know on anybody. You, you get fixated well, yeah, on the coyotes. The, the, yeah, the you up know the... that they are players who played for both teams, but you can't think. And then afterwards, when you guess, you either get it wrong or whatever, <laughs> and you go and you look, and you're just like afterwards to see all the names. And you're just like, oh, for frig's sake, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Why didn't I know these guys? Well, to bring it full circle to the thing that we were just talking about. All of the six Coyotes 40-goal scorers were from the Jets. Yeah. The Coyotes have been a thing for almost 20 years, if yeah. not 20 years. In 20 years, they couldn't get a 40-goal scorer. Keith yeah. Kachuk, I'm pretty sure he had one 40-goal season. That would have been, I think, the season that he set their franchise record. Yeah, because he was at, only in Winnipeg points. for a year. Yeah. So let me see. Let me double check. Here. I think he was with them a couple of years longer. Okay, than that, so but the oh, no, he was after got, they moved. He would have. You're been right. Only one though. 
all the other yes, guys. Yes, he had a uh, he had two 40 goal seasons, including a 50 goal season in, in the first year in Phoenix, and then the year after, and then after that, yeah, not to be I happy. knew it. But the yeah. other, but to your point though, Mark, all the other ones though were former Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but still, I mean, even still, Kachuk was a carryover, mm-hmm. right? He wasn't yeah. a, this is the now the Coyotes franchise. He, we started drafting, and we have built a team, and then, therefore, we're going to be good again. Like, agreed. they just have never had a 40-goal score. He had That's as many 40-plus goal seasons in Winnipeg as he did in Phoenix. Yeah. Two and two. Like, like Chuck Rollery. Uh, have have the Vegas Golden Knights, or has Seattle had a 40-goal score? Not did did Seattle, Seattle have no. a forty goal scorer last year? Nope, no, Seattle did not. Vegas has. I think Willie Carlson Carlson's. Yes, yeah. he was the only one to yeah. hit forty. Goals. Who gets did a forty goal scorer first? Arizona or Phoenix or uh, or <clears throat> Seattle? I'm gonna say I think it'll be uh, Arizona this year because yeah. they've. I'm telling you, don't sleep on Clayton Keller, man. I'm telling you, the kid's good. He's good. He's good. Right. He's a good kid. Good, 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 Although Matty Beneers uh, is pretty good, too. Matty yeah, Beneers I don't think good. he's 40 goal style yet, oh, though. Damn. But he's got a good future, no question. No argument here. Yeah. Right. I guess we're a little, uh, you know, we have Ovechkin that's hit 40 goals for like <laughs> how many years straight. So right, I guess yeah. it's a little hard for me to, to judge. I'm a Canadians fan. I've seen so many goddamn forty goal scores. I mean, <laughs> those are the one, not including the ones that were that came along before I was even born. So <laughs> don't matter. The Canadians have had a forty year forty goal scorer for I, you know seven years. I love years doing. The, I love when the Can. I love when the Canadians. Like I said, when it's an original six team, because all those teams have very rich histories. So you're bound to get like some really, even if they're like old guys, like you'll go like, oh, like I said, okay, Frank Mahovlich, right? For you know Leafs and Habs, but that's a one percent, right? Yeah. You know, guys in my generation would have been like, holy geez, that should be at least 20%. Everybody mm-hmm. knows any plays for them. And it's like, no, they don't. We're old yeah. and dying. Right. <laughs> That's kind of how, like, 90s players are coming for, for Mark and I's yeah. generation. Oh, yeah. Like, if there were a Stars and uh, and Detroit, mm-hmm. like Mike Madano, people don't remember that Madano right. played for, like, a played season. one season, but he played for them. <laughs> played and for that's 15, all that matters. 15 minutes, and he got it done. But everybody remembers their own. Ken Dryden said it best. He said that everybody remembers the era that you grew up watching hockey. That's your favorite era. That's the one you remember. You know, so for me, it's it's the 70s and the early 80s. For you guys, it'd be what, like what, mid to late 90s? Yeah. Into the, into early the aughts? Thousands, yep. Yeah, exactly. And for my son's generation, well, no, because my son would be, if my son was watching hockey, he would be more aughts into the 2010s, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but for my nephew, aha, there we go, my nephew who's 17, it's right now. It's the players Mm -hmm. right now that's his generation. You talk about guys from the 90s, and they're like, oh, those are old, old ancient guys. I don't know these guys. (laughs) You go, what, Peter Bondra? You know, who? Thrasher's legend, Peter Bondra. Let's put respect on that Thrasher's legend, yeah. That's the one thing I will say. Thanks to you, Scotty, for doing all those ha-ha and torturing us with obscure teams. Ha- Pierre-Marc Bouchard helped me get a friggin' score of 22, my best there one yet for uniqueness, and it was because there we played you ha-ha. Fuck you. You're welcome. So I just want to give you your props <laughs> for welcome. that. But don't you ever fucking torture us like that again. Nah, fuck bastard. off, dude. 
<laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna go back to the uh, Pee Wee tournaments now. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about those. Oh yeah, those ones were pretty torturous too. But by, by the way, fun fact to get you out of here. Uh, Norfolk Tide game today. Kyle Stowers hit a inside the park grand slam. Hey, uh, so. wow. <laughs> Kind of wild. That's some pee wee bullshit. That is kind of pee wee <laughs> bullshit in triple A ball. So, can you do? There you go, Lyle. Thanks again, buddy. We appreciate you. Always a pleasure. Nice seeing you again, Jen. Best of luck with the, the, all the packing and everything. Is, mm-hmm. I, I hope the fundraiser's going well. Oh yeah, it is. Awesome. Yeah, I, I kicked in a bit. I, I wish I could have kicked in more, but it, you know, I suppose every little bit helps, right? So, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Every dollar do helps, Lyle. We appreciate that. She appreciates it. We appreciate you. So and I appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you next hey, week. Anniversary show one. next week. Think of some memories in the past 22 years. Because there ain't going to be fuck all to talk about other than that. Uh, can we uh, Can we puck doku them? We can puck doku the <laughs> memories. We'll do best mem- drunken memories and Ottawa. And then we can figure one out. There you go. Perfect. All right. See you all later, right. Lyle. Talk to you next week, guys. Take care. See you, Lyle. There he goes. Lyle inspectorshockey.net. At Spectres Hockey on X and SpectresHockey.bsky.social on Blue Sky. So, there you go. Uh, shout, shout, shout it out loud. We got to contractually start with Patonzo. So, Mark. It's true. It's built into both of our contracts, yes. but you don't know which one it is. <laughs> Sean Leahy wrote them. Uh, That's his fault. Yeah. Shout out to uh, my last. Uh, 12% stout that I had. Crack that open tonight. Negation. Uh, no pairings on this one, unfortunately. That's a straight off of. Very sad. Cowards. Um, this to my daughter because uh, she won't go to sleep anymore unless she's sleeping in our bed. So currently she is on my side of my bed asleep. That's with Brittany, so I'm going to have to go move her at some point into her bed after... I assume she's asleep now, but... Um, I've had to, like, stay sleeping on the couch until she falls asleep, and then I have to move her. She's in some sort of growth spurt stage, maybe. I don't know what it is, but regardless, <laughs> this to that. Yeah, it's pretty dis-worthy. Um, yeah, it's... I'm just looking around the room. I got nothing else. That's right. what I usually do. All right. Genco, what do you got? Shout out to my new employer. Yeah, Hartford County Government. Woo. Yay. By the way, the fact that, the- they, did, that they didn't name their youth team the Hartford Whalers is a sin. And, <laughs> you know, move Baltimore Stars. Stop it. Anyway. Sorry. Go ahead. Um,. Shout out to my current employer for being so cool and encouraging about getting a new job. Because without her help, I don't think I would have had like the the resume chops to 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 get where I am. There you go. Anything else? That's it. All right, cool. Uh, also, shout out to Hartford County, Maryland, for me, because I get to move home now. It's fun, good times. Shout out to Ornament Urbe. That has uh, got Jen good luck. Um, shout out to uh, Raid. No. Oh, I didn't show this at the beginning. I only show this with Johnny. So I bought a card the other day. 
and it's a one on one. It is a uh, fancy card because one of one. It's a one of one, as you can kind of see there, because my camera is so great. One of one. There we go. One of one printing plate of Owen Atwater. It is nice. the printing plate they use for the card. Black printing plate signed by Mr. Outwater. So I always fantastic. I wanted, always wanted to add a one of one, and this was a great price for five bucks. So I will take a one of one for five bucks of a guy who I don't know if is still playing anymore. Let me eh, check what are you gonna do? Yeah, what can you do? He I'll signed it. He signed it. Uh, he knew he knew what he was getting into. He signed it and also mean I can have him co sign on a bank loan. So <laughs> I mean, I got that going for me. Where is he playing at now? Let's see Owen Atwater. He is, last year, played for the uh, Kingston Frontenacs, had 41 points in 62 games. Pretty dope. Um, he is only 18 years old, so. Okay, so he's a young prospect, so that's good at least. So, let's see how it goes. Maybe it turns into something. Probably doesn't, but maybe it turns into something. So. But yeah, it was cool, and it's actually like it's actually a plate. I'm like, oh, this is literally it's literally what it says. So, hooray! That's it. That's all. Form rock with a C, Genco. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction and podcastmonsters.com. Um, yeah, check us out on the socials, all the places at FOHS Radio, and check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Face Off Hockey Show. Until next week, we will be our we are anniversary show. Twenty two years, baby, twenty two years. How how did that happen? All the memories, Johnny's luggage story. It's going to be great. You guys should tune in for that. Until then, peace. <laughs>